Warning, the podcast you're about to listen to was intended to be posted on Halloween. Due to technical difficulties, the host did not put it out in time. Just to let you know, even though this is a stoner podcast, the late posting had nothing to do with the host being a stoner. It has more to do with the host being a complete moron. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Smokeable Apara. I'm your host, Mike Lee. And how you doing, man? Uh, it's, dude, it's Halloween week. I am recording this on the 26th. That's a Tuesday. Halloween is on Sunday. I am so excited about this upcoming Halloween, even though it's on a Sunday, which I, I kind of don't, I don't think anybody likes to have to go to work the next day. Halloween is best at, at best on a Friday. If not Saturday, but I love a Friday Halloween. Got a few years to go for that, but that's okay. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, uh, this is uh, a great Halloween, I feel, because last year um, we didn't get to take our kids uh, trick-or-treating, me and my wife. Uh, and, we, you know, we did, well, we took them out. We just didn't uh, take them trick-or-treating. We took them out to uh, Disney Springs. They got to dress up as characters. They had little things out there where you can get candy, so that was great. Uh, and this year, I haven't heard any uh, restrictions going on, so uh, I believe that Halloween is a go in the neighborhood. So, fingers crossed, we're going to be doing some uh, knocking, knocking, and getting some uh, trick or treating candy going on, man. So, that'll be fun for my kids. Oh, hear that? The bats of hell. They're hungry. Yes, yes. I <laughs> know those are mine. Anyway, no, they're not parakeets. No, these uh, cockatoos, they ate the parakeets. And that's why they're fat right now. And they want some more blood. Uh, <laughs> hey, you guys, shut up. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't disturb you. Uh, if it does, sorry. Anyway, you know, uh, this today we are going to be doing the uh, Halloween classic. Halloween. Yes, but we're not doing the 1978 uh, classic uh, Halloween movie. We're going to do the 2018 uh, reboot slash sequel Halloween uh, 2018. And this is a double episode, man. We're going to also do the new uh, Halloween Kills. Yes. Listen, I have, I haven't seen either one of these movies. I, I have heard great things about Halloween uh, 2018. I've heard it's been a Halloween Kills has been out for about a week now. So and I've heard mixed reviews. And usually when it comes to Halloween movies, it's it's really the sequels have not been the best, but I will watch them. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I I'm, I'm very um, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm nostalgic like that. You know, like uh, the, the I just saw Halloween three for the first time front and back. I used to shit on it. Not that bad once you once you let go of the fact that Michael Myers is only in it on a TV commercial 
uh, as they're promoting the original Halloween. So, um, you know, so that's what we're doing today. We are rating and reviewing the one of the uh, the god one of the, considered the Godfather of of all slasher movies. But I, I I had to do a little research once I heard that uh, Halloween was considered like the you know the originator of the or the the not the originator but what did it say? Uh, it brought slasher movies to the mainstream, if you will. Uh, we'll get into that a little a little bit later because I will be doing a bit of history on slasher movies and uh even how maybe some real life uh serial killers have influenced modern slasher films and uh yeah so we'll get into that a little bit later and where we at we're almost at six minutes here for this segment uh i think that's uh, enough for the intro uh oh no it's not okay cool so um i got in front of me uh, i had to keep it in front of me because last episode i, I was a lot i felt like i was all over the place but you know thank you for listening if you did and if you're a first-time listener, go back and listen to the other episode and uh, let me know what you think about it. Uh, but today, I just want to let you know a little bit about uh, what I'm talking on these days, what I am partaking in when it comes to the cannabis. Because don't forget, uh, Smoke a Bowl of Horror is your official cannabis-fueled horror movie review podcast. And baby, you know, even though I don't have my... I'm in Florida. I'm in sunny Orlando, Florida. And even though I don't have my medical marijuana card where I could just go to a dispensary and tell you what type of cool weed they have by the name, the uh, strands, the percentages of THC, CBDs, and uh, OFRs, and uh, NWAs, and all that, all the new acronyms that are coming out that I am learning about, uh, I do have what I get from my, uh, as they say, as my guy, and uh, my guy, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to tell you a little bit. Uh, first of all, I have been talking on Delta 8 like a motherfucker. Yes, I used to shit on, like, because I'm, I'm, um, what, I started uh, smoking back in 2020, excuse me, is it 2002 or 2002? 2002. And so, you know, back then they had all these alternative uh, brands, or not brands, uh, types of uh, weed. One that was sold in head shops often, but got bad reviews by most stoners was Salvia. So, and I did not want to fuck with Salvia. I have never touched Salvia. Done a lot of shit in my life, never touched Salvia. So that should tell you something. Uh, But I do uh, like the Delta 8. And I will admit, when I first heard about Delta 8, I was like, man, this is just some fucking bootleg ass, uh, you know, version of cannabis. But it's actually derived from the cannabis plant. So once I figured that out and learned about that, I was like, all right, let me try it. Dude, it's psychoactive. It gets into your brain. It starts fucking pop-locking and breakdancing, and you feel fucking good. You feel good, man. Um, the I have the What I had right now uh, was actually, I used my vape pen. I, it was a uh, train wreck. It was, this was train wreck. The one I bought before from my local head shop, which freaking freaked me out and blew my head off that you could buy, you know, any type of bud or anything, or even say the word cannabis in a head shop, and it's still, you know, you're not getting kicked out. But, you know, I got two, a few steps away from my house. I have a head shop, pretty cool place. Uh, doesn't have a real name. They're all called smoke shops nowadays, uh, but whatever. And, um, you know, it was pretty good, man. I got The last one I got from there, uh, this time I got train wreck, and the other one was that I got was uh, birthday cake. That was awesome. Happy birthday to me every time I smoke. And uh, what I have in front of me is my uh, trusty companion, my little tin here with the uh, have a nice day smiley face on it. Even though I guess now they call it an emoji, but to me it's the have a nice day guy smiley face. 
and uh, I have my little sack here, and I'm just gonna. I see. So, like I said, I don't have my card, so you just get whatever the guy gives you. You know, this time he gave me uh, pretty crusty looking. You know, look looks like it's been uh, it's aged, if you will. Probably been around, and you uh, probably had it for a while. Uh, it's not the bottom of the sack. Definitely got some good nugs going on. And this, usually I get some seeds. Uh, this time around, not too many seeds. It has a uh, green with some uh, orange hairs. Has a bit of a piney smell to it, man. It's pretty good. It's not sticky at all. It's dried very well. Like I said, it's, it seems it seems kind of crusty. I'm not gonna say it's old, but uh, doesn't have a. But it has some crystal crystals on it. But it's mostly got uh, the red hairs that you know you know love. Uh, oh wow, I do have a lot of seeds in that uh, in the bottom of my tin though. Wow, that's from another sack. But I do. Speaking of but, I have my butter that I have been using like a motherfucker, man. Let me tell you something. Things have changed in the world of cannabis. My mother-in-law has given me. <laughs> This big ass jar. I'm gonna post it. It's almost. <coughs> it's almost done because I've had it for the beginning of summer, and she's always looking me up. She has her medical marijuana card too, and that's hilarious. She's got she got it for her chronic pain. She got bad knees or whatever, and she's been using it like gangbusters. But I don't think she really wanted the butter I, I, for whatever reason so she gave me the butter I think it was like a little payment because I do like little odd jobs for her around the house and you know I'm like the best son-in-law in the world so she you know I get whatever I want I'm spoiled I am spoiled out here in these cannabis horror movie streets I'm telling you dog uh and I love it and uh dude I, this butter man I used to make butter back in the day man and I'm, I gotta admit this butter is pretty goddamn strong I put it in my tea Every night, my lovely wife, Madison, loves to make tea, so I put it in my tea every goddamn night, and I swear to you, man, I, I, my tolerance has gotten a little bit stronger, which is great, because I used to take, uh, what, a couple dollops in the tea and be done. Now those two dollops get me just to where I'm like, okay, I'm feeling good, my day has melted away, the drama from my day has melted away, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, so I got that. And uh, my, uh, and from the same house, my sister-in-law uh, was pretty cool. It also has her card. Uh, she has some, you know, a couple ailments that she needs it for. And I have here, you can probably hear it because I can hear it in my headphones. I'm opening up this tin foil, which holds three chocolate candies. She cost me three while I was doing some job at uh, my mother-in-law's house. And honestly, there's no name on it. There's no branding on this chocolate. Uh, no emblems or anything like that. It actually might have had one, but the emblem melted off and I put them in the refrigerator uh, to harden them back up. But anyway, there's a white packet with uh, a diamond on, uh, a diamond on it, and it says in exclamations, red letters, THC. Or should I say, THC. I hope the echo effect worked on that because uh, I don't think it did on the last episode. And I sounded like I was just, it sounded stupid that I just raised my voice for no reason, but I was doing it for effect, okay? Um, yeah, man, and, and it, it just has exclamation point and THC on it. And I I, I will admit, when she gave, gave me the uh, candies, 
the chocolates. I was a little doubtful because I've gotten like gummies before that they have branding on it and it says, you know, it's the world's strongest uh, uh, edible gummies and all these things. It looks like the little um, trolley candies, you know what I mean? I'll take like three or four of those things and all I feel is like, I feel, I, I, I'm gonna say I don't feel much, you know what I mean? Uh, but, so I, I was doubtful. Cause butter, out of all the edibles in my life, have, the butter has always worked. It's been always, it's a it's never fail situation with pot butter. Okay, but when I took half a chocolate, so I still have two and a, uh, yeah, two and a half pieces of chocolate left from uh, last weekend. And when I tell you, about 45 minutes, 30 minutes, my wife asked me how I felt. And I said, I'm not feeling Surprisingly, not surprisingly, I'm not feeling 15 minutes after that, my toes started tingling, like, you know, feeling good. And it literally, literally flowed all the way up to my fucking head and I was in heaven <laughs> and then in true uh, Mike Lee fashion I ate some tea drank some tea with some pot butter in it and took a couple hits off the bowl and just had an awesome fucking Friday night okay straight up oh you heard that that little banging that is uh, my dog Kennedy running around with her bone yes devil dog yes yes he's in the bone there come to my door yes i believe that's the mailman's femur just like in the burps um anyway uh <laughs> anyway so i think uh oh wow we're almost at uh 15 minutes uh no you know what i take that back we are almost at 15 minutes but this uh this uh what you call it this app will let me record for 30 minutes at a time per segment so i may just edit that out i may not though. you never know uh so i believe that is it I believe that's it. All right, so without further ado, so uh, we're gonna get into it, man. All right, smoke it up. I've waited for him. Testing one, two, three. We're on. We're here to investigate patient that killed three innocent teenagers on a Halloween in 1978. He was shot by his own psychiatrist and taken into custody that night. And has spent the last 40 years in captivity. Hello, Michael. I have something you might like to see. <laughs> Everyone in my family like turns into a nutcase this time of year. Yeah, I mean your grandmother is Lori Strode. She was almost murdered. Wasn't it her brother who murdered all those babysitters? No, it was not her brother. That's something that people made up. Do you know that I pray every night that he would escape? What the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him. Dad, look out! The bus crashed. Mom, what bus crashed? Michael escaped. Excuse me, somebody's in here. Hello? 
for this night. He's waited for me. I've waited for him. Get out! Go home! Get inside! You don't believe in the boogeyman. He's here! Michael! You should. Can you close the closet door? Hey, what are you guys doing out here? It's Halloween. We've been trick-or-treating. Are you alone? There's a creepy man in a white mask. Where? And he keeps, like, trying to play hide-and-seek with us. Where did you see him? Look! set the fire. No one told you. <gasps> told me what? Michael Myers is alive. A man couldn't have survived that fire. Forty years ago, the boogeyman came for us. We are the survivors of Michael Myers. Lori, what do we do? We fight. Mom, our family. We'll kill him. We're gonna hunt him down and we're gonna put an end to this. He is not gonna stop killing until we stop him. If you track Michael's victims, that's a straight line to Michael's childhood home. Someone's in our house. He is coming for me, but I'm coming for him. Alright, so this is the segment where I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to call it yet, but um, so far I've been uh, toying with the idea of creepy ass news, and I guess it's in the name, I like that so far, so let's just for right now call it creepy ass news. Uh, and this is where I have perused the internet, trying to find anything, you know, as far as the news goes, anything out of the ordinary, which isn't that hard nowadays but anything a little extraordinary man where it's just like very weird creepy scary uh dark if even darker if you will but this one since uh it's uh october now halloween season 
this one stuck out to me and it's it's it i'll let you be the judge of how you feel about it all right so uh a haunted house actor i'm reading the headline the, a haunted house actor wanted to wanted to scare a child uh then he cut the boy with a knife all right uh that is the headline now you yeah i'm sure your imagination like mine are you know is clearly figured out what happened stupid actor cut the boy with a real knife should have had a rubber knife and you wouldn't be wrong okay uh he says here uh in uh, in, ohio, in ohio uh a small family a mother and her two kids boy and girl and uh she you know they went into this fairgrounds where they were having a bunch of haunted houses and one of the haunted houses and let me make sure i get the name right here uh the haunted house where the incident happened was in the seven floors of hell that's the name of it and <laughs> they weren't lying <laughs> they they weren't lying yes uh it probably was probably was hell for the little boy but you know what the story's got a twist to it uh, well not a twist but a, a a hero in it and the hero is the little boy why because when they finally walk up to the haunted house uh, i guess this guy the actor he had a a knife in his hand uh, it was about a 12 inch knife i saw it i saw it man it was about a 12 inch knife with a brown handle and the mom said at first he had it in his mouth and trying to like scare the kid he's like tossing it around wielding it were her exact words and uh you know the little boy man i gotta give him credit balls on this kid he told the good told, I, in my mind he's a clown you know he's dressed up like his it or something so let's just call this clown a clown uh you know and the, you know the little boy isn't scared he like walks up to him and he's like you don't scare me man and he said he crocodile dundee his ass he was like that's not a knife <laughs> he said that's not even a real knife <laughs> and the fucking clown proceeded to uh, uh 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 like slash at the kid and i guess i don't i don't he ended up cutting his toe i'm trying to figure out how he was stabbing like he must have been stabbing down and slipped out his hand or something and he cut the kid i saw the cut it wasn't as bad as you think it, it is really probably if he needed any stitches maybe one stitch just like on uh baby adventures in babysitting there you are one stitch all better yeah um yeah man so it, it wasn't gruesome but you know the guy got what did he get charged with after all that and he did stay with the kid he wasn't a complete moron this dude was 22 i'm not gonna say his name uh the mom's name is karen though that's pretty goddamn funny uh, <laughs> I, I wonder if she immediately told on the guy or if she tried to make it okay opposite of what a Karen's uh, nature is anyway uh, that was terrible uh, <laughs> anyway what did they charge this 22 year old stupid idiot with uh, they charged him with oh negligent assault uh, which is a third degree misdemeanor not bad not bad not bad not going to ruin his life, but he'll never work as a clown actor in that town again. All right. So uh, that was, is it, you know what? I'm going to look up other stuff. I didn't, I, you know, this one was the first one that stuck out to me because it was haunt, Haunted House. Uh, we will go darker and deeper. I love stuff with serial killers. Uh, honestly, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. Me and my wife, our sports, our thing to watch is you know court tv anything with court tv dateline forget about it we are like <laughs> a double murder is like a triple double to us you know what i mean like it's weird <laughs> it's, it's terrible but it's weird it's true it's fucking true uh anyway so that was uh that was our first segment and uh creepy ass news all right let's get back to it
All right. Um. So first, I'm gonna I'm gonna do two both of the movies. I'm gonna review the 2018 movie first. All right. But before I do that, I just wanted to uh, I did some research online and I saw a few fun facts, man. I saw a few fun facts that I didn't know before watching the movie. And I just want to go over a couple that stood out to me. First, first fact that I saw was that uh, this movie was not written by, you know, uh, a horror movie, guys. This movie was written by the comedy duo David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Yes, man. You know, come on, man. Danny McBride from Pineapple Express, one of the greatest stoner movies of all time. Come on. Uh, and, and you know, some of y'all might be like comedy guys writing horror. And does that make sense? Well, I'm gonna tell you, it does. It does, man, because comedy and horror work off of the same, same rules of timing and suspense and mis and misdirects and things like that. You know, that's why a joke is funny. You know what I mean? Um, so you know, just a misdirect, like it, it, you're looking one way, and then you know the joke slaps you the other way. You don't see it coming. You know, you're looking one way, and you think the killer's that way, and no, he comes right out of the closet, or he's not in the closet, and you look in there, and it's all suspenseful. He's not in there, and you turn around, and <clears throat> like that, you know, and, and that is all based off of timing. Uh, also, John Carpenter gave his blessing on this movie. John Carpenter gave his full blessing over the movie he actually executive produced it along with jamie lee curtis and a few other people so that's why it felt a very authentic uh and also they the writers decided to shake up the continuity of this movie uh compared to the series because uh if you notice in the first which most people do know this notice but uh you know in the first halloween they never mentioned that laurie strudge was a uh, uh, michael myers sister but they stressed it throughout the second one not the third one but all the other ones after that and that wasn't it wasn't true he was never her brother he was never her brother and i like that they made it made a point to note that and also say well what was with all the uh, stories and they just pretty much chalked it up to urban legend and myth i thought that was a great touch now let's get into the movie uh, i'm only gonna do that i'm gonna do this real quick since we're doing another movie uh right after this all right so i love the fact that it, it, it opens up feeling like uh, Halloween. Like, it, I know it starts off with them at the psych ward trying to talk to Michael and they're all in the squares, you know, but I, I like the fact that they, that once the credits start, it felt like the original Halloween. I like the fact that you you think those two journalists uh, are going to be in the movie the whole time. Dude, their murder in that bathroom was so damn brutal. I stood up like three times thinking, I thought the girl was going to get away. I really thought she was going to get away because who wants to die on the toilet? Dying on the toilet or in the bathroom sucks, man. You know what I mean? If, if Psycho and Elvis has taught us anything, dying in the bathroom is shitty. Like, no pun intended. Maybe a little bit. But, um, you know, like that, that that's a crazy way to die, man. And he just bashed that dude up against the wall so bad. I was standing up like, run, man, run, girl. And she did not. And she got murked. And that's what it is. Oh, I also like the fact that Michael Myers was killing kids in this movie. He only killed one, but he, yo, you didn't see the kid necessarily die, but you know he got it. You know him and his dad died on that road where the uh, bus uh, turned over when Michael Myers escaped. Uh, Michael Myers pretty much killed almost everybody that got in his way or was in the vicinity of his way. He was killing everybody. Um, 
Yes, man. And I'm going to tell you one thing that threw me off about the whole movie, other than uh, the, the, this part I like, uh, you know, uh, Lori uh, called the new Dr. Loomis, the new Dr. Loomis. Like, that was pretty cool. She kind of kind of broke the fourth wall verbally, you know, like she was saying everything. She was saying what we all thought. You know, oh, this is the new Loomis. And then she's like, oh, so you're the new Loomis. All right. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but what threw me off was this new Dr. Loomis. I didn't like the fact that, you know, uh, uh, he turned evil all of a sudden. It was a, I felt like it was a reach for just, you know, a twist for the sake of twist. But, I, you know, it, it, it I guess because it wasn't for, I, I guess it worked because, it, you know, he died like, what five minutes after after the reveal so i was all right with that because they kind of just all right he was kind of evil and splat his head on the ground okay cool 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 cool. he wanted to wanted to know what michael what made michael tick and he found out keep saying those bitches names in front of him he's gonna go crazy he woke up as soon as he said his sister's or as soon as he said Lori's name you know what i mean so i know i called her his sister but i mean come on i've been thinking that was his sister for years right come on i have to adjust I have to adjust. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, man. So, and uh, this movie, I wrote down, it, it, this was a tale of redemption. Okay. Lori was basically shunned by her, by, at her own hand. You know, she was scared and scared and kind of a protective PTSD, basically, uh, after dealing with Michael all those years ago, that she made a fortress out of her house, booby traps out the wazoo. She taught her daughter how to, you know, fight, fight Michael Myers, basically, and how to be prepared at the cost of losing her daughter as a child and her daughter and her having a strained relationship. But then when she finds out that Michael is coming back and is crazy and is coming for her, the daughter is all on board again. Lori's vindicated. I love that. I love that. And I love that they beat his ass at the end of the movie. You know what I mean? This movie, they whooped his ass so good and at the end of that movie and with the, the daughter crying like she was afraid and then switching it up right at the end before she shot him in the what, neck or whatever. That was really, really cool. And that made me think this movie is not just a horror movie. It is a horror slash action movie. Straight up. Right up there with Die Hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's straight up horror action like Dust Till Dawn. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it, that... I, I really enjoyed it. It was a ride, a roller coaster ride. The only issue I had was with the evil Dr. Loomis, aka Wario over there. Uh, but uh, so if I had to give this movie anything, so let me, okay, we're going to rate it. Time to rate the movie. I give Halloween 2018 a two bowl thong rip rating. A two bowl rating. Yes. Yes, man. Uh, it probably would have got one, but you know, I had to wrap my mind around this evil dr loomis and if i probably would have waited just five minutes because i thought it was gonna i thought it was gonna creep all the way into the end but it didn't they stopped that leak right there it did not trickle to the end so oh, the hounds of hell are barking uh so that so that was it that is halloween 2018 we smoked that movie now let's pack the next bowl and smoke halloween kills be right back Right, man so i watched halloween kills and i'm gonna be honest i actually watched it twice okay 
and I, I do like watching movies over and over again, but it's very rare that I watch a movie in two, twice in 24 hours. You know what I mean? Uh, this movie was excellent, okay? It really was for the fans. I really thought 2018 was was great, honestly. It really had nothing, nothing was wrong with the 2018 Halloween, but this sequel, just, it was amazing. It was action-packed. You know, it was mostly Michael Myers killing everybody, but it was just action packed, man. Uh, you know what? Let's just get right into it. I'm going to do the, the rating. I give Halloween Kills a one bowl rating. OK, you only have to smoke one bowl to watch this movie. In fact, you don't even have you can go in sober as a preacher and it would be just as fun. This movie was fun, 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 fun. It was a roller coaster. You got to see Michael Myers killing people out in the open rather than in the cloak of darkness. You know what I mean? Like, I love everything about this movie. It paid great homage to the original Halloween. It answered a lot of questions that were un that went unanswered for like 40 years. What actually happened to Michael Myers after he, you know, because I mean, if you don't count the sequels, you know, starting from number two and on. You know, we technically don't know what happened to Michael Myers. And it starts off pretty much telling you he walked away and went home. Home. That was the point of this whole movie. Michael wanted to go home. It makes you think, like, maybe he wanted to kill, maybe he wanted to just kill everybody in the house just to ha have the house to himself. I, I don't know, man. But for whatever reason, Michael wanted to go home. That was the crust of this. That's what I got out of it. You know, this movie was great. A uh, lot of lot of killing, you know. In the trailer, you see that he pretty much kills the whole fire department uh, that's putting out the fire in Lori's house. You know, um, it was. It, it, I mean, it had everything, man. It even had Doctor Loomis. Doctor Loomis made a cameo in Halloween Kills. Thank you, Deep Fake Technology. Okay, I mean, it really doesn't get any better than you know seeing Michael Myers do the thing he does best and that's i mean kill people uh first i'm gonna say i'm gonna say one thing the first thing i got out of it after a few minutes of um watching michael myers is what you he killing for him is an art form okay it's a straight up art form because when he killed Lori's neighbors uh the the white guy and the black lady who it looked like it was his nurse but maybe she just was was a nurse um he he impaled them with 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 fluorescent light bulbs and you know just bash the guy to bits against the wall and uh and uh, uh stabbed a broken glass through his neck also but then he was laying in a pile of blood and just a pool of blood and just 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 picked him up put him on the kitchen table he might have already been pretty much dead and michael just kept stabbing him with almost every knife in the house and you could say, and the reason I said he's an artist is because like an artist, he kept looking at his work as he was doing it. You know, that classic Michael Myers gaze when he, you know, uh, cocks his head in Kenya, you know, and uh, that that's just, it, yo, it was, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, he, he really goes in throughout this whole movie. I love all the little touches that they brought back from the original. So many actors came. I don't want to say so many, but quite a few actors from the original Halloween were, were in it. Um, you'll get used to this. I, I don't remember names, hardly. I never forget a face, though. 
but you know once you see the faces of these actors they actually give you uh you know the flashback once they show them older they give you the flashback of they had the nurse that was in the car when michael myers first got out in 1978 and they had they brought back um the little girl um that uh Lori's friend was babysitting they also brought back uh the original cop that was uh i can't remember his name uh but the original cop that was the lead det- uh, lead officer um whose daughter was the babysitter that was killed uh yeah man and, and so they brought back all these characters they you know they brought back other actors to play the classic characters anthony michael hall played tommy doyle um and you know it, that was really really that was beautiful you know what i mean that that was beautiful that they did that uh like i said uh before john carpenter you know gave his blessing and i think he gave more than that man he gave as much he was an executive producer so you know you felt his presence throughout that whole movie i loved all the flashbacks i love seeing that michael myers after being shot in the original just got up and went home uh i love that uh officer hawkins you know tried to kill michael myers ended up killing his partner and always felt guilty about you know the fact that he could have ended this 40 years ago but didn't so that was always like a chip on his shoulder i even love the fact that laurie i didn't love it but it kind of got on my nerves that laurie kept on saying uh you know it's me he wants me it's, it's gotta be me it's like listen bitch no he doesn't it does has nothing to do with you it's not your fault you were just in the way he was trying to go home you know what i mean and you just so happen to be in his presence and and you're you got away so technically he wants to kill you because you're a fish that got away i'll admit that but you, you really don't have more than any more bearing than that on michael myers mind i i feel that way um you know there was so much that happened uh in this movie you know i love that they you know once they murdered uh the, the or first of all uh you know the news gets out that michael is doing his thing and he's around and so led by tommy doyle you know there there's an angry mob which is always a classic um theme in some of these movies i think going back to frankenstein the angry mob trying to take out the monster you know misguided you know they're just, you know human beings in in a herd it's a, was a mob mentality i think they call it it's just never a good idea that's how they like you know they end up killing uh the the wrong uh, uh inmate he ends well they don't kill him he ends up they chase him in the hospital and uh you know I, I know i'm all over the place guys i i i'm just thinking about all the parts of the movie i'm looking at my notes and i just go i ramble but uh, try to bear with me uh you know the the angry mob it really starts at the bar and then grows in the hospital uh where Lori is and they just you know they just uh they 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 are they are on to one uh inmate who they think is michael myers and they end up making him kill himself he jumps out of the building trying to get away from the angry mob uh and it, that, you know that would the, let's the first of all the effects the use of practical and cgi practical effects and cgi was amazing in this movie okay i i, I really feel if they keep doing horror movies this way uh you know with mixing the two genres the the, the two uh ways of making gruesome images I think horror movies are just going to get better and better and better because horror movies I love I love horror movies but there's a lot that just don't do it for me anymore because they go they use they de- uh, depend too much on CGI but anyway uh oh man I don't want to go over too long so I, let me hurry this up 
Uh, so, you know, there's an unruly mob. They're, you know, trying to find Michael Myers. They're willing to kill anybody to get, you know, you know, to get them. Uh, and they splinter off and the uh, few of the original characters and plus two other uh, characters, uh, these two black people. I don't know the actor's name. I don't know the character's name, but, you know, the doctor and the nurse. You, know, you watch the movie. You know what I'm talking about. They end up getting killed uh in the car by michael myers and then michael myers puts the um what is it the uh the mask the the witch the pumpkin and the skull from the uh the third movie uh you know they, they he covers their heads up with that i thought that was pretty cool my favorite kill had to be the the guy getting stabbed in the eye the the, the doctor getting stabbed in the eye uh in the car that was awesome because it happened so quick you know he just got finished stabbing the uh the former nurse from the original and then he tries to you know the doctor tries to wrangle him and tries to tries to choke out mike myers with a stethoscope which is like dude michael myers even turns around in the back seat like really man do you know who i am Shink! in the eye his girlfriend comes to try to save the day she's got some type of glock and michael myers kicks the door and she ends up hitting herself or shooting herself in the head with it funny funny kill uh yeah man so you know there was a lot going on um long story short you know the mob gets michael uh they kind of trap him uh you know after so many attempts to try to kill him and they 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 pretty much jump him they jump michael myers in the middle of the street it looks like he's gonna die but no after all the grand declarations of evil must die evil must die evil dies tonight evil dies tonight they all end up, including Anthony Michael Hall, they all end up getting killed. Pretty funny, if you ask me. Pretty funny, man. Um, so, yeah, and then, uh, which was, this part was a surprise at the very end. Michael Myers kills Lori's daughter. Um, and Lori doesn't know it yet, so you know this is just the setup for the third movie. Yeah, man. Um, this, it, this movie, all in all, man, it was a perfect sequel, a perfect uh just a perfect horror movie uh because it had a few jump scares a lot of people i know a lot of people don't like jump scares i t i do I, I enjoy jump scares because it catches you they catch you off guard um it's like a punchline to a good joke man it's supposed to catch you off guard and you know it did its job this movie really did its job uh uh you know i i was watching online i was seeing a lot of people were upset about the uh gay couple that got killed in the movie and i mean you know without I don't like talking politics or, or issues like that, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and say this. Listen, if you're in a horror movie, you can get the business. And and if you do get killed by an iconic character like Michael Myers, you should feel honored, to be quite honest, man. You should feel honored. Uh, there wasn't anything derogatory or uh, disrespectful, you know, about how Michael killed him. So I really can't say that they weren't, being uh overly flamboyant or anything like uh, some type of caricature of a gay person so I, I really don't see what the issue is other than that they were died I, I don't see i don't see i really don't see the issue um but whatever man listen if you didn't like it you didn't like it don't watch the movie uh but i'm sure true horror fans enjoyed every inch every minute of this movie uh, I really, I really can't go on anymore about that because I don't want to go over too long. But yeah, man. So like I said, uh, Michael Myers, you know, is the man. Michael Myers does not die in this one. 
I think this is the first win for Mike. In fact, no. You know what? He didn't die in the original. He disappeared, didn't he? So, but unlike the original, Mike was still standing. Michael Myers was still standing at this one with the win. Michael Myers gets the W in this one, guys. I think we should give him a round of applause. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Good on you, Mike Myers. They tried to take you down, dude. And even after 40 years, you know, one missing eye, three missing fingers, and a bald spot, you're still kicking ass, man. All right. So uh, that was it. That's it there for the episode of Smoke a Bowl of Horror. Uh, I will be doing another fl uh, splasher movie. Ew. I will do <laughs> I will be shut up. I will be doing another uh, flasher movie. Uh, I, I actually said it again. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh man, yes. Yeah, you know what? That deserves a clap. There you go. Uh, yeah, we'll be watching flasher movies. Get your lotion ready, people. Um, we'll, we'll be watching another slasher movie. I got a few um, lined up. I'm not sure which one I'm going to do yet, but uh, yeah. Until next time, guys. Thank you for listening and keep smoking. Peace. <laughs>